Hey everyone, welcome to episode 9 of Librarians Assemble, your premier audio resource for all things libraries and comics. As always, I'm your host, Josh Stone. So this week we're going to be talking to Renata. She's a public librarian and fellow podcaster from Louisville, Kentucky. Before that, though, I don't have a whole lot to report this week. I've been super busy and haven't had a chance to catch up on my to-read pile. This week, though, will be my second Comics and Coffee book club, and we'll be discussing The Fade Out by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. So after that, I'm sure I'll have a mini-review for the next episode. Before we catch up with Renata, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter. We're at Assemble Podcast. Also, please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere else that you listen to the show. Please, only five-star reviews, though. You can visit the website at librariansassemble.com. There you'll find show notes from this and all of our other episodes. And finally, please consider supporting the show through Patreon. Supporters of the show will be listed on the website as Friends of Librarians Assemble. For those that give $5 or more, we will soon be recording special Friends of Librarians Assemble-only episodes. So now's the time to get on board. You can find all the details at patreon.com slash librariansassemble. Okay, so let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, today we're with Renata. She's from Louisville, Kentucky. She's a youth services librarian at a public library. How are you doing today? Pretty great. How about you? I'm doing well. So today was a, as we're recording this, it was a Saturday and we both ended up working today. So hashtag Saturday librarian was, was real for us and we both survived. So here we are. The so, struggle is real. The struggle is so real. Oh, my God. Why is the weekend always the weirdest? <laughs> um, so, all right, before we get started, why don't you um, talk a little bit about your role at your library? I mentioned you're a youth services librarian, but tell us a little bit more. Um, I would love to. <laughs> I am one of two teen services librarians at my library, so we're pretty lucky that there's two of us. And um, we both do... A lot of school visits and outreach, that's a big part of our job, as well as just desk shifts, um, both at the teen desk and children's once in a while. And then um, in terms of programming, um, my coworker does more of our academic programs, our ACT and college prep type stuff. And I get to do the fun things. Oh, even better. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And I also do the collection development, so I buy all of our teen books including all the comics cool and that's a good segue here so um speaking of collection development you Mm -hmm. um from what i understand you recently put your manga collection development up for a vote with your anime club so um i believe today was was tallying day if i'm not mistaken so what what happened with this vote what's the results what are we buying what are we buying at your library so i had um we had some kind of extra money left in the budget, I guess. What is that? What is uh, that is that how mean? it was phrased to me. I know. <laughs> I don't. Who's heard of such a thing? I know. Well, we had sort of. It's very complicated, and I don't actually understand <laughs> all of it. Our budget was frozen for like a while, mm. and so we were, and then we got released back some of it. So it actually isn't extra money. It's, not it's extra just money. Okay. It's the money that we were supposed to have, but for a while we thought we weren't going to be able to get it. Okay. Um, that that makes so more we, sense. That makes yeah. more sense in the library right. world. 
<laughs> right. Uh, it's not extra money, but we got the money we were supposed to have, which is pretty exciting. But they're framing it like it's new money just to exactly. make you feel good. Yeah. No, I get it. I know. Those, and it worked. I know. I'm those very show games. excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what what happened with this vote? What are what are you buying with this old new money? Right. So I uh, um, I did some research. Like the first thing I did with some of the money that I had designated for graphic novels was just to fill in some holes from series where things have been lost or just skipped somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that, and then there was still some money left. So I started looking around for some new series to order. And the problem with me and buying manga is I don't really read manga or, to be honest, understand of it, mm. understand it very, very well. Like when I yeah. read this, when We're I read the summary right of any series, <laughs> yeah, don't like actually, I was going to say don't tell the teens, but they know and I think Man. they appreciate that. I'm like, I don't even understand this. Like every single one of them sounds like just nonsense to me. <laughs> And I realize, like, I'm a big fan of, like, Marvel comics, and I realize mm-hmm. that if you just gave somebody a bare-bones summary of any Marvel comic, oh, it would sound about as ridiculous as any manga, but I'm mm-hmm. used to Marvel. Yeah, it's it's this. yeah, it's what we're using. No, and I was saying not too long ago, because I, um, I did a manga-specific episode not too long ago, and... I don't know anything, so I basically, like, the entire episode was just me finding people who did. And, um, yeah, and, and one of the things I've realized is I like the summaries. I like the plots of a lot of manga, but there's something, like, between plot and execution that, like, that's where I get lost. That's where something goes wrong for me. So what kind of, um, what new series are you guys getting? Yeah. Sidebar, I'm, I have no, that ahead. manga Absolutely. episode queued to listen to because oh, I feel like right. it is going to be useful to me. But the problem in my life right now <laughs> is, is that the Hamilton, I have too many podcasts to catch up on. And then the Hamilton Broadway cast recording came out. And that's literally oh. all, all I've been listening to in every free moment of my life. So I've heard a lot of good One day I'll get that. tired of that. Hey, no, hey. What you what you are listening to is far more valuable <laughs> than anything I do. So by I'm all just means, I'm keep learning it. so much about our founding fathers <laughs> through rap, through rap, as as our founding fathers intended too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's what their ultimate goal was. They were men of the people. They were. They were. And I don't think I think they it's started all, at the bottom. Now they're here. Yeah, they they are the original Drake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um what are some of the series okay. so anyway, <laughs> anyway uh I, I put together a list of 12 manga based on a few suggestions i gotten directly from teens mm-hmm. and then some stuff that was on the new york times bestseller list and then some that i got from no flying no tights okay. uh, they have a list of like top manga for teens so my list that I prepared was Attack on Titan Junior High. Oh. And that one I was pretty sure that I would order because the kids love Attack on Titan. Yeah, I've not heard of the Junior High Attack on Titan. Is this like a new series? or is It's like... a new series. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be a prequel or just like an alternate version mm-hmm. where they're younger. No, this is a good thing right now. It's two people who know nothing about manga trying to explain <laughs> what this series is. Oh, so what's that? I, I just told you I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it might be this. I <laughs> meanwhile people at home are like, oh my god, Attack and Titan is like <laughs> Who decided they could talk about these things? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the internet's for. People mm-hmm. who are uninformed having very loud opinions. You know what? I bought the microphone so I get to say what I want. <laughs> you guys can do it too. That's right. <laughs> 
Okay, so, so I put, I was pretty sure I would buy that, but I put it on the list and I figure something like that, it gets them all excited. Mm-hmm. And then when they see it on the shelves, like, oh, that's because I voted for it. Yeah. And so it's like, so the I, Mu- it sounds like maybe it's the Muppet Babies of Attack on Titans. Maybe that's what it I is. hope it's that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> it's, so, it's a Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> so okay, I put that on the list. I put Bakuman, which is a manga about kids who write a manga oh yeah that's mentioned uh, that's mentioned in the manga episode that's a name that sounds familiar sweet. yeah oh god I, I gotta stop listening to hamilton and listen to podcasts that's <laughs> too late now we're committed to this it's, it's too late let's uh, go we'll hit pause uh, on recording and then we'll come back <laughs> i'll see yeah i'll see you in an hour okay um then i had both black bird and black cat which are not related to each other oh okay that seemed like because why should they be yeah Right. Like I, I don't be. think I've heard of either of those. I mean, I, I know what those creatures are in, in our world, but I don't know what the manga is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, Blackbird is just the story of, like, well, I think it's the Beatles song Blackbird, but they turned it into a manga. Oh, I, I don't know if you're messing with me or not, <laughs> but it, it seems plausible. <laughs> no, that one. So for each of these, I made a slideshow, and I put the cover of one and then a, a basic plot summary. So oh, okay. the Blackbird was one that's about... Ooh, gosh. A girl who can see demons, and then there's a demon who wants to drink her blood, and it's, like, kind of sexy. I remember that Beatles song very, very differently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he sucks her blood in the dead of night, and we were all just waiting for this moment to arrive. Yeah. (laughs) And then Black Cat, same. No, that one's magic or something. Uh, Nobody liked that one. Nobody Nobody wanted the black cat. Yeah. Uh, Dragonar Academy, everybody did want, and I don't really understand why. (laughs) This is one of the ones that the concept sounded the weirdest to me, Mm -hmm. where it's it's a school where kids learn how to ride dragons, and every person is assigned their own dragon, or like the dragon, you know, some kind of mystical fantasy ceremony, whatever. So how to train this one kid. Yes, but here's where here's the thing. Okay. The the main guy, his <laughs> dragon isn't a dragon, she's a human girl, which seems real fucked up to me. Hmm. Um am I allowed to swear? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a reason <laughs> there's a reason we try not to say what libraries we work for. Right. Um, <laughs> so, that sounds like something that would exist on Tumblr, not really like that seems like I, that seems like it's on the dark side of the internet. Like, like I know I'm I'm comfortable with it. It's rated T for okay. teen, okay. so I guess they don't. I guess they don't do a lot of like sexy dragon writing. Okay, I don't know. that you Just, that you know of. I don't right. know. These ratings could be all off now. <laughs> right, I'll I'll be taking a look at this when it comes in. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it has the potential to be a really. Uh, um, promiscuous book for for lack of a better term here yeah i know like, just the plot summary is like huh that, i know it's that uncomfortable. could be uh that could be a little weird <laughs> yeah especially because then like all the other dragons is kind of like a pet type relationship mm. but she's yeah. a person yeah so is she still a pet <laughs> anyway let's, i don't know <laughs> you'll have to come back they, we just <laughs> Come back and do yeah, a review of your, of your and it's just dragon me an porn hour book. And you may be like, so this dragon girl. So tell me, is it dragon porn or is it not dragon porn? <laughs> it's it's totally right. totally dragon <laughs> porn. Okay, so is, were any others? Yep. Okay. So the another one that was a a hit was Food Wars, hmm, which seems like 
chopped, but as a manga, okay. basically. <laughs> I guess it's not like chopped because it's at a cooking school, so mm-hmm. it's like the same guys, but... I don't know. I, I mean, I guess partly that maybe was intriguing different because it was a little bit different. It wasn't magical. It was just cooking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so the Food Network is getting into the manga business now. Okay. Yes. And my teams want it. Good. That's good. Um, that one was actually, that was on the New York Times bestseller list for manga. So I guess everybody wants Chopped the manga. Yeah. You know, I I. It doesn't seem that it doesn't seem as weird as um, Dragon Pet Girl. Like it right, seems yeah. like we live in a world where yeah, of course there's complete food based graphic novels. There's forty five television networks dedicated to just food too. Right, exactly. No. I'm on board. Um, one that so this is why I wanted them to vote because there's things that I read about them and like oh that sounds like what they would like, but mm-hmm. I guess it's not. So I really thought everybody would want um, Muyo and Roji's Bureau of Supernatural Investigation because mm-hmm. they these kids they love supernatural and this mm-hmm. is about like two I don't know if they're brothers or friends. It's about two guys who go in and solve like supernatural mysteries, just like on the show Supernatural. But mm-hmm. uh, not a lot of interest in that manga. I don't oh, know. Interesting. I guess they're maybe not as hot as the guys on Supernatural. It could be. I feel like that's probably one of the driving forces behind that show. Yeah. As somebody who honestly does not watch Supernatural, blasphemy, I know. I've never but... seen it either. I've oh, seen like, at... See, pieces of it. We don't watch manga. <laughs> I mean, we don't read manga. We don't watch Supernatural. The internet must be wondering what the fuck we're doing. I know. I feel like I've anything. lost all... Credibility. Yeah, I have no credibility. Yeah. I, I host a podcast all about comic books, and yet here are the things I know <laughs> nothing about. <laughs> all right, so um, your idea for coming up with this, um, this electoral college <laughs> approach, <Yes. laughs> um, had you seen that somewhere else? Did it come to you in a fever dream? Like, how did, how did this My come My best about? ideas are all from fever dreams. As they should be. Um. No, I don't think I'd seen this exact thing before. Um, I did. Yeah, it seems like a good idea, though. Like, kind of more informally at my teen advisory board meetings, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll ask them, you know, is there something you guys are looking for? And what I've found, at least with my teens in my community, teens are not great at coming up on the spot with things like this. I think they do Mm -hmm. better when it's a multiple choice. And that makes sense because it's not their job to be aware of like what books are. that's my job is to know what yes. books there are and and just like um, and then school, so they like multiple choice questions exactly and yeah. so on my on my uh ballot you could rate it from frowny face <laughs> to colon d smiley face okay with slanty face and regular smiley face uh, okay. in the middle so okay. i could see like how happy they were about these i like that approach that seems yeah. pretty good. So did they did they like it? Did they like being able to vote on what the library was going to spend its dough on? Or were they more indifferent? Or They seemed excited, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the problem, too, I also had a place where they could write in their suggestions. And this is partly why I wanted to make it mostly multiple choice is because most of the suggestions <laughs> that they wrote in, there's stuff that they're reading online or whatever, and it's maybe yeah. not legally available in the U.S. yet. Yeah. And they don't, I think, always realize that distinction that no. they're reading these, like, illegal translations and online. I think, like, I can't buy that for the library. Yeah, no. And I and a complete um, off-the-track um note here is that i it is a little disconcerting to me that we live in an era where these kids are growing up not even understanding the difference between stealing and legally owning something you know like right. they yeah. think well i saw it on the internet so obviously 
I can have it. <laughs> like it's it's fine, and I'm not right. doing anything wrong. It's, that's yeah. So I can see where you would run into some issues with that. Yeah, so I kind of, you know, try to explain that as best I can. I'm like, oh, these are ones that exist that we can buy for real. And, I mean, I think they all do, they all always come in and check out just armloads of the print manga. I think they do prefer to read it that way. But if yeah, because I'm, sure I'm sure on their, their torrented PDF files, it's not as easy to read. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Youth. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my fist at you, you youth. Anyway. I mean, they're just—they're all over my lawn right now. I, I know. What, 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 get <laughs> all off. over my lawn with here. their PDFs. With, with their PDFs and their loud music. <laughs> all right. So um, you mentioned too that you've given some book talks. You've gone to schools and you've given book talks. And um, I know you said you've done this about comics at public schools. So um, yeah. talk about that. Yeah. How did that get started? And and what are some of the things that you've discussed, or like some of the books you've discussed? Yeah. So it started um, with younger grades, actually. Um, Our our manager in youth services had approached the schools and just kind of said, hey, we're available. We'd like to visit your schools and do some book talks if anybody is interested. And the the fourth grade teachers were kind of the first ones to jump on it. And then they liked it and word spread around. And now we're doing like K through eight at most of the local schools. Oh, cool. So I only visit seventh and eighth graders. And we we bring five books. And we just try to get a good balance. So I always try to bring at least one graphic novel for mm-hmm. um, for the reluctant readers or for the kids <laughs> who just like comics or just because it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we always try to bring at least one nonfiction um, and always try to have at least one diverse book, especially with, you know, showing a character of color on the cover so those mm-hmm. kids can really see it when I hold it and be like, oh, I'm in that book. <laughs> That's so. me, yeah. Yeah, every month it's really this delicate balance of trying mm-hmm. to find... A book for everyone, yeah. Right. That does and especially terrifying. with graphic novels, it is hard, because I don't... I generally don't bring anything that's DC or Marvel, because those things, they kind of sell themselves. Yeah. I'm not bringing... I'm not hey, did you guys know Spider-Man? You've, you ever heard of Spider-Man? They're like, yeah. Oh, so I try to highlight things that maybe they haven't heard of that mm-hmm. are going to be a little bit new, but still seem exciting to them. Cool. Uh, give us a couple examples. So one of the ones that I got the most excitement of is actually a nonfiction graphic novel called How to Fake a Moon Landing. Huh. I don't think I've heard of that one. It's pretty cool. It's actually, I would recommend it through for 7th and 8th graders, but also up through high school and adults. Cool. Um, and it, it talks about the moon landing and then other scientific, some are hoaxes and some are maybe just like scams or... Um, just bad science, maybe. So mm, he's cool. He goes through like, okay, so some people believe the moon landing was faked, and here's why, and then uh, here's why that's not the case. So with the moon landing one, he shows that that picture where you see the flag sticking out, mm-hmm. and I guess one thing that people think it's a hoax it says, well, if there's, you know, if there's no atmosphere on the moon, then the flag wouldn't be able to stick out like that. Uh, it would just droop down. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that they knew that, and they built the special flag with, uh-huh. like, telescoping rods in it so that the flag would stay out. Mm-hmm. But then one of the rods broke, and that's why it looks like it's kind of rippling. Mm. That's interesting. So, I, yeah, I, and, and then it's kind of mixed meat. It's drawings, but then sometimes there are photographs. Oh, cool. So you can see that. That does sound really interesting. Yeah. Um, that was a big hit. Uh, Battling Boy by Paul Pope was another one that mm-hmm. uh, got a lot of buzz. 
which I basically was like, hey, if you like Percy Jackson, <laughs> uh, check this out. Check it out. That's yeah. a great way to get junior high kids into anything. Just talk about Percy Jackson? Or just... Yeah. yeah. He's, he's still yeah. hot. Is he still? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had any questions about Percy Jackson in a long time. Get a lot of Divergent and Hunger Games and stuff like I, that. But. I don't necessarily get people asking for it, oh, but just, if I say, like, oh, if them. you like Percy Jackson, you'll like this, and then I get, you know, nodding and... Uh, okay whispering yes. <laughs> a lot of plotting a lot of ooh, percy jackson yes. i remember him okay yeah. so um any other ones you want to talk about real quick um oh i brought lumberjanes that was my last oh, one right before summer vacation last year that a lot of kids came in for lumberjanes nice. and i was delighted that awesome. they did yes so good Okay, so you mentioned No Fly, No Tights, and yeah. you are an adult content editor over there, right? Is that correct? You are one that of That is the, what I do, yes. That is what you do. Okay. So um, talk a little bit about that resource and why it's good for librarians who are interested in graphic novels. It's great for librarians who like graphic novels. I'm sorry, it I is... chose the wrong word. Yeah, thank talk you. about how it's great <laughs> for librarians. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the only uh, review website for that is specifically aimed at librarians and libraries for graphic novels. So it's very and it's other reviewers are librarians or at least library students or cool. you know related to the library world. So where that comes in really handy is um, as you know most review journals don't always cover graphic novels extensively and they don't always they don't always tell you what you need to know as a library they don't tell you like oh you you probably shouldn't put this in your teen department because there's a lot of nudity uh, because there's real uncomfortable dragon girl situation (laughs) (laughs) there's real ambiguous relationship between a dragon and his owner yeah um so it it tells you you know and it's not about censoring but it's just saying Mm -hmm. hey probably put this in your adult collection don't get for teen or just be aware um and then also things like this is print like you know for example marvel for a long time only put out runaways in those stupid little manga volumes that would oh i know yeah and they would just fall apart anytime after like one checkout Mm -hmm. so they know also things like that where if it's not very good quality and it's not going to hold up in your library that's cool so you guys do mention that on the site that is cool that is not something i've seen anywhere else Usually we only mention it like if it's bad, bad. <laughs> not like hey. This I mean, is if it's fine, then years. right? <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably best to know about the ones that are going to fall apart. I think you should right. assume that it's not. So <laughs> you should go into the buying experience thinking this will last. <laughs> right, naively, when I purchase graphic novels, I assume that they are made with actual glue and paper, and mm. not whatever those Runaways books were made out of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Who knows? Like scotch tape, probably. Right. Just, just wishes and dreams yeah, is what the, held those the, together. The broken dreams of actual runaways is what was holding that together. Right. <laughs> that got sad real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jokes uh, had a lot a better. Moment of in my silence. Until <laughs> so it came out, I was like, man, now I got to start a charity or something, man. I feel real bad. <laughs> if this podcast makes any proceeds, we'll mm-hmm. donate them yeah. to. Please, please take a moment to find your local homeless shelter. <laughs> Reach out to the the runaway teens. Okay, so um, what are some recent graphic novels you've recommended at your library? Like, I know um, you can talk about either adult or young adult books. What are what are some of the things that you're recommending a lot lately? Uh, Squirrel Girl. Yes, sure. I just started Squirrel Girl. Actually, I'm only a couple issues in. 
Uh, the the trade just came out. Mm-hmm. The first one just came out this month. And so it hit the New York Times bestseller list. So that's exciting. She's unbeatable. She is unbeatable. So don't even try New York Times. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that I definitely will will give to anybody who listens. <laughs> Uh, you know, at the library, I don't get as many reader's advisory questions. Uh, like, what I what I do more is just focus on purchasing good things, and then they mostly sell themselves, awesome. aside from book talks. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, this morning, I had a kid come in and ask if we had any books that were based on video games, mm-hmm. and I had some of the Halo graphic novels, and he awesome. was very excited to find out those exist. Awesome. Okay, well, um, for a second, let's pretend that you were going to do some reader's advisory. What else would you want to recommend? Well, I mean, if I was doing reader's advisory, I'd say, (laughs) oh, so what have you read lately that you liked? And I would say, I just started reading Squirrel Girl, and that seems pretty amazing. What else should I read? Oh, then I would say, oh, my gosh, I love Squirrel Girl, and then I would just (laughs) sort of wave my hands at you for a minute. Okay. Uh, Then I would recommend... Uh, I would recommend Lumberjanes to you. Mm-hmm. I would say that you are probably a person who is enjoying like female-centric comics with a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And I would also give you Ms. Marvel. Awesome choice. Um, I'm, I'd give you Gotham Academy, maybe. Oh, I know. I keep wanting to read that. It keeps like slipping through the cracks of my reading list. I'm going to be... I'm going to be honest. I did not love Gotham Academy the way that I know a lot of people did, okay. but I'm glad it exists and I yes. can see where it's the kind of thing that many people would like. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it in that group, even though it didn't necessarily grab me in yeah. the way that I know it did for a lot of people. Yeah. I, as I've gotten older, things like that happen where like I'll, I'll read a book and I'm like, hmm, I don't really like it, but I'm glad it's here and I want other people to know it's here even though i don't think it's the best it could be but other people might you know like i I, i'm glad there are things like that and i'm really glad that the comic book industry is really publishing more than just white superhero dudes right more than just batman (laughs) more than just batman yeah okay so um oh and captain marvel i would give you captain marvel Marvel, that's a good one yeah okay so you have said you are very interested in superheroes with cats, which yes. I don't understand, first and foremost, why there's you don't already do a podcast about that. That seems like it's just right there for the taking. Anyway, so when did this start? Tell us about this, uh, this superheroes with cats fascination of yours. Well, I will say pe- people keep telling me I should start a Tumblr for it, Tumblr and that seems like a really be achievable goal. Yeah, that would probably be like start there. Like, probably in a week you'll have, like, a quarter of a million followers. Um, And then you can go from there. It just seems like a lot of work. Like, it's like once I run out of my desktop folder, then I'm like, uh, <laughs> now I have to go find more of these. Yeah, but, you, but once once the ball starts rolling, people will just start sending them to you. That's probably true. Yeah, I should really get on this. I think you should. I'm, I'm going to vote for that. I think that needs to be a site or a podcast that exists in the world. <laughs> okay, so tell so. us, how did this start? I mean, you'd have to go back to my childhood, I guess. Let's go. Let's um, act like this, this is a therapy session now. <laughs> okay. Well, it all started when, mm-hmm. when my family got our first cat. Okay. Um, no, I mean, we've, <laughs> we've always had cats. I've always just been a big fan of cats. My cat is sitting next to me right now. And I, like I think the first, let's see. I think it probably, like, the first uh, superhero, like, with a cat that I encountered in comics was Gambit from X-Men. Oh, shit. Gambit's the man, too. 
And he's got three cats. I don't even remember Gambit with cats, and I was they're obsessed with Gambit. There's sort of a more recent addition to it, oh, okay. his character, and it's the best. I think he should always have like, and I think he should always have them. I think he should get mm-hmm. more cats. I, I don't just think do I've like even Gallic. seen Gambit in a long time. Is he even still around in the comic book world? No, so this, is, where... this isn't about Gambit. This is about cats. Good. No, it's about Gambit now. Okay. It's about right. Gambit and his cats. Let's do it. Um, right. He got them at the toward the end of Astonishing X Men, uh, okay. um, and then one of the re- like, one of my favorite comics of last year was All New X Factor, and that's like seventy five percent because Gambit and his cats are in it, uh. <laughs> and like. A, <laughs> So that's where Gambit and his cats were <laughs> up until cats, like last year. Are his cats thieves too who use like Creole <laughs> like they, uh, expressions? <laughs> I mean, I assume that they are. I assume that he's training them right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um he's probably starting ex- with the basics like just ho- how to hold a playing card. He's probably, you know, he's got a start- <laughs> Oh my gosh, in their in their little teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and they just fling them. <laughs> they don't blow oh up or anything. Gosh. They just throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I, I haven't seen that happen yet, but I, the <laughs> next person who writes Gambit, that's a free idea for you. Take it. I want take somebody to take that. Do it. I want to see little Gambit cats throwing cards within the yeah. next couple of years. I love it. Oh, before I lose this thought, um, I want to hear more about these cats, but have you read, um, there's a new Dark Horse, I think it's Dark Horse, it's called Apocalyptic Girl. Have you heard no, of this? No, I don't know what that is. Does she it's, have a cat? She has a cat. It's her, and it's um, it's a, a set in the apocalypse. And she's a girl, thus apocalyptic girl. And her only real companion through most of the book is her little cat. Oh. Oh, what's her cat? Oh, her cat's name is Jellybean. So, yeah, I mean, it's got the best name ever. I just say, that's the... That's the kind of situation, though, that makes me nervous. I really don't like it when animals die in literature. So, like, that scenario, to Mm. me, I would just be constantly reading it in fear that somebody's going to eat the cat. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to spoil anything. So, I don't... It's been a while since I read it. I don't really think the cat got eaten, but I do think something Uh not great happens with the cat. But it lives? Um, I don't play with so. me. I think don't so. I think so. I read it while I was reading like other things too. Okay. I just, I just remember the art was really, really beautiful. Okay. And I've been meaning because I want to review it for the podcast, so I've been meaning to pick it back up and read it again. But okay. As of right now, I'm going to say, and again, I've been wrong about everything else on this podcast, so don't, <laughs> right. don't even listen to this, really. But I think the cat lives. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's important. It is. That's important. one of the things. I this do is hate not that a too. this is not a cat in fiction, but I really liked in uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye oh, that dog, he yeah. from the beginning said, "Hey, pizza dog is going to live. Don't worry about it." Yeah. No. And I found that very reassuring. Yeah, that is something I worry about too with animals in fiction. And you know, Hawkeye. That there's another cat in there because uh, Kate Bishop for a while was working as a cat sitter, mm, which I thought was great. Right. That's not, yeah, that sounds. Familiar. And here's another free idea for Marvel. <laughs> My dream crossover would be Kate Bishop is babysitting for Gambit's cats, and then also uh, Black Widow's cat and Captain Marvel's cats. That just writes cat. itself. Like if right? you can't write a story about that, like just a six issue miniseries about the cat sitting adventures. In the Marvel Universe, then you don't deserve to be writing comics. Right. And so I was tweeting about that the other day, and somebody told me about the Pet Avengers, which sounds awesome, Hmm. but it's not really what I want. I guess it's just about, like, all the animals of Avengers kind of on a team, like uh, Lockjaw, the Inhuman Dog, Mm -hmm. and Frog Thor. 
And yeah, I don't think I'm sold on that idea as much as I'm sold on just regular animals. Right, just regular. <laughs> and, and I think that's what I like about the concept is it kind of just humanizes them mm-hmm. all. You yeah. know, you you see them kind of, it's you know, and it's always in their downtime yeah. when they're they're not fighting crime. They're just kind of at home with their cat or cats. Mm-hmm. And you Those see a, a, a softer side too. of them. Not Especially Gambit. Because, yeah. I mean, I do love Gambit, but he is just like kind of a garbage person oh he's the worst and that like and then you see him with these kittens and you're like ah oh, he's not a bad guy he's, no, he's he likes right. cats he's all right sure he's a womanizing piece of shit but he's got cute cats <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so you said you meant you hinted that you have a lot of photos saved on your desktop so what are some of your favorite um cats besides gambit do you have other are there other cats in the in the superhero world, who yeah, has more? Well, I mean, it's, it's DC mainly or the Marvel. You know, I mean, I'm I'm biased because you're a Marvel. I read way more Marvel, yeah, so I would know more about it. I mean, Catwoman, of course, probably the the number one. Oh, that's cat true. She probably has more character. cats than anyone else, though. Right. Yeah, I that mean, probably Gambit skews. Has three. That, yeah, but Catwoman alone probably skews the stats. So, like, you can't really do a an apple to apple comparison there. Right. Thanks a lot, DC. Good, good job. Yeah, way to go. Okay, so besides um, Gambit and his three amigos, what are some what are some other superhero cats out there, or superheroes? So with cats? I think as as much as I do love Gambit, I think my favorite superhero with a cat is Captain Marvel and her cat Chewie, um, who I guess spoiler yeah. alert is not technically a cat. Oh, interesting. I've not read a whole lot of the the newest Captain Marvel, so I don't really know. Okay, about There's, this cat business. Like, um, I relate so much to it because she has this cat Chewy who's just a, an asshole <laughs> and when she um, at the start of the newer Captain Marvel series she goes off into space by herself to kind of mm-hmm. be with Guardians of the Galaxy and like do some space shit or whatever but yeah. for, for a while she's like on her own in this shuttle and she brings her cat with her because nobody will watch her cat <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> which I can relate to because yeah. I, I only have one person left in my friends who will watch my cat because he is kind of just the worst and mm. cats are just and assholes. i love him anyway what cats are just they're just assholes like right. they're great they're wonderful creatures but they're nature's assholes right they're so cute they but are. they've just and that's why they get away with it exactly so you know if i were a superhero and if i were gonna go into space i would definitely have to take my cat with me because again nobody would watch him so I really relate to that. That's cool. And then I, I'm, I guess, can I give spoilers for this? It's a little bit older, so I feel like anybody who really cares would have read it already. I spoil shit all the time on this show. Go ahead, feel free. Great, I'm just okay. glad it's not me for once. Great. So her cat Chewy, uh, Rocket Raccoon, uh, oh. hates Chewy, and he insists he insists that Chewy is a flurkin. <laughs> and Carol's like, like, what the fuck is a flurkin? This is a cat. He's my cat. He's always been a cat. And Rocket's like, no way. He's a flurkin. He's dangerous. We have to kill him. And Carol is not having that. <laughs> and uh, it turns out Chewie is a flurkin. What the hell is a flurkin? Is that like a scroll? Is that what it, or whatever they were called? What what is what is a? No, it's it's just like an alien. And so Chewie's a boy cat. Uh, but he's a pregnant flurkin, and so he gives birth to just like hundreds of flurkin kittens. Okay. And they also they look like normal cats, but when they're really pressured, like a tentacle kind of thing comes out of his mouth. 
and then terrifying yeah but also adorable okay like the way it's done is cute (laughs) in my mind disgusting it yeah i mean yeah but i i bet you now it's what i said i I bet you you're right though It, it does seem like something that can be drawn cute but it's not how it's looking in my head right now Right. Well, look look it up later, Captain I Marvel. I will. Okay, so um, when you're not looking for cats in comic books, you are also really into female superheroes, and we've talked about a few already. But um, can you think of any other um, female-centric superhero books you're liking these days? Let's see. I have a policy. So I don't. I never used to buy any comics at all for myself because mm-hmm. I was like. I'll just get them for the library and then I'll read them. Fair enough. And then something I liked got canceled. And this is a few years ago. And everyone was like, oh, if, if you like this, then everyone should have, like, should have bought it. And, you know, you have to vote with your money for your comics. And I was like, oh, that does make sense to me. It, so it I finally, it's, it's like, true. got it together. Like, I got it together and I started subscribing online to things. But my policy is I only subscribe to books um, about female characters just because they are the ones that are traditionally have less subscribers, yeah. maybe slightly more in danger of getting canceled. That's a seems like a damn good policy to me. Yeah. So let's see. Um well right now everything I'm I think I'm only subscribed to Marvel books and all the subscriptions are weird uh because of uh Secret Wars. Oh my god. But I think I'm subscribed to Ms. Marvel mm-hmm. and Captain Marvel, which is Captain Marvel still going on? See, that's it was like Carol Core Secret yeah, War right, or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's digital. Let me just pull up my list yeah, and yeah, I no, can tell that's you. Cool. Um oh. yeah, with Marvel, I um I bit the bullet not too long ago and I I bought like a the year subscription to the Marvel Unlimited app. Oh yeah. So I'm just like I'm just living 6 months behind. It's cool. It, yeah. It's better this way. <laughs> like that's I can... kind of how I was um because of uh because I would just wait for trades. Yeah. And honestly, I still prefer to read things in trade paperback. Yeah. And I, I've actually grown really fond of digital comics on, on the iPad. I really I really dig them a lot. And um, But yeah, what I do for... I don't know if Marvel cares about this stuff. But on the Marvel app, if it's just like... Like I caught up on Civil War. But I never like downloaded any of them. I just kind of like clicked it and read them in the app. But mm-hmm. the ones that I I care about, the ones that I want to try to let Marvel know, hey, these are the best ones you got going on. I'll like actually download it. So thinking that might uh. like might give some kind of stat, I don't know. It's probably completely not true, but I feel good in my in my heart, and that's what matters. Right. I yeah in in your heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so in you... in real life in the internet, here are my active subscriptions on Comicsology. Okay. Uh, they are A Force, which is the All Lady Avengers team. What was that? The uh, um... Bitch Planet. Oh, Bitch Planet's good. I'm not caught up, but Bitch Planet's good. What was the Marvel one you just mentioned? The thing kind of cut out. Oh, um, A Force. A Force. Okay. Yeah, which is the All Lady Avengers team. Okay. Cool. Um, Black Widow, which I think is technically ended, because I know they just announced a new book, but it still shows my active subscriptions. Yeah, I wonder how that'll work with Comixology, if they'll pick up with the new creative team, if it's a new volume. I wonder how that's going to work. The creative team looks good, though, and that's oh. the same people who did Daredevil not so long ago, right? Mark yeah, Wade yeah. And, and whoever was drawing it. I don't remember either, yeah. but um, it sounded Sorry. good. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. 
Captain Marvel, oh, right. which again still shows up as active, even though I don't think it actually is. Interesting. I'm sure they'll refresh it soon. Right. Um, Lumberjanes. Good one. Um, Storm. I can't believe I didn't mention Storm earlier. That book's oh, great. I haven't checked it out yet. I've been seeing a lot of good things about it, though. It's so good. Oh, and uh, Storm doesn't have a cat, but she there was briefly a cat <laughs> in a panel with her, and I was like, this is great. Screenshot. Uh, <laughs> And then I tweeted at Greg Pack, who's the author of, uh-huh. the, of the Stormbook. I was like, hey, uh, where's this cat come from? Um, <laughs> Tell me more about this I, like, cat. I love this cat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I know this cat is not mentioned. And then as a joke, I was like, oh, maybe was it that was it that Wolverine was a cat hoarder? And after he died, everyone got one of his cats. That would be great. <laughs> well, then Greg Pack wrote back and said, yes. Yes, so yeah, I, what else could it be at this point? Like, that's a great idea. So, yes, that's continuity now. Right. So, oh, confirmed by Greg Pack, it's canon. Wolverine was a cat hoarder Breaking before his death. Breaking news right here on Librarians Assemble. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot. I subscribed to Sandman Overture, which, oh, okay. again, is over. So I don't know why this shows. Is, I think what I'm highlighting right now is there's something weird going on with I Comixology's think, listen, current subscription. I've talked a lot about Comixology, and everyone knows I support it. I support local comic shops. But we're doing them a favor right now. We're, pin, we're pointing out that there's something going on with their system. And you're welcome. And in return, why don't you support our show, Comixology, and, <laughs> and be a sponsor? Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> See, this is how things start. Yeah, so um, so Sandman Overture actually breaks my Lady Comics rule just because, like, Sandman was really the first is comic definite? series that I loved. She's not real. Damn, I, was trying to I guess find she's you in a, it a little bit. I was though. trying to find you a way. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Death is in it, so I, I'll right. count it. Better count it. Uh, then Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Nice. And the last one, uh, th- this is also over, but still showing up as current, was the X Men 92. Oh, but they're doing a new one soon, aren't they? Like, I think it's coming back. Oh, is it? I think okay, I good. Yeah. Well, I'm here for it. If that's All right, good. Case. Somebody, I really then, wanted to, but I heard bad things about it. Can you con- can you confirm or deny? X-Men 92? Yeah, I heard bad things about 92. I don't... Okay, X-Men 92, I loved the X-Men cartoon. Like, I just... Yes, as you should. Kind of, I kind of imprinted on it, and so I can't really be critical about it. I just love it. And mm. the book... It's weird. I don't know. The, so X-Men 92, it's weird, but it just so captures the vibe of, yeah. of this cartoon that I love that I can't really be critical of it. I know. It I has know. so much just like weird shit that I love. And I, I'm like, yeah, give me more of this. Absolutely. Yeah, I just uh, I just got Hulu not too long ago. And I noticed yes. that the X-Men cartoon is on Hulu. Yes. And I really want to watch it, but I'm also really afraid that it's going to watched... ruin my memories of it. Like it's not going to hold up. I watched a few. I put those fears aside. Yeah. I would say because I watched a few episodes the other day. A friend of mine came to visit, mm-hmm. and she's a comics fan also. But she mentioned she'd never seen the X Men cartoon. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Well, we're staying in tonight. This is what's happening. We're fixing that right now. Right. Okay. I think and we I developed. Might... We developed this running joke that I'm just going to share with you. Do it. I want to. Makes hear me it. laugh. So you know, Gambit is in it, and he's, yes, I was he's thinking the... that when you he's said the you worst. Yeah, but. But you can't be but a fan the, of the, the original cartoon and not love Gambit. Because he was so much better in the cartoon than he's ever been on any of the comics. Well, and that's what's great about X-Men 92 is it really is a return to form for Gambit. Good. 
But so in, in the cartoon, mm-hmm. he's always like just making like poker and blackjack references whenever he throws his cards. Like literally whenever he <laughs> yes. touches a card, he's like, mm-hmm. Ace is wild, <laughs> jacks are high, like whatever. Like yeah. and so we just started whenever again yeah, it was on screen just making jokes about other card games. <laughs> like he's just like, Go fish, <laughs> Uno. <laughs> Reverse. This is another. (laughs) Right, exactly. Reverse draw two, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think this is another free idea I'm giving out to you, Marvel. (laughs) Please take it. You know, at this point, no, Marvel. They're not free. You're hearing them here. (laughs) Why don't you sponsor? Why don't I start a bidding war between Comic Sound and Marvel? (laughs) I will take 10% for my card idea. Listen, that's fine. So those are my current subscriptions, although that's current question mark. Yeah. And then my discontinued subscription. So it is discontinuing some of them. I have a discontinued subscription to She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, and the Carol Corps, right. and Runaways. All right. Those were all good Which ones. The, the new Noel Stevenson one that was part of Secret Wars. Yes, that, yeah. Which I didn't read the Noel Stevenson one, but I heard really good things about it. And I want to correct that one day. I'm actually behind on it. Like, I subscribed to it, so I have them all saved here. I think I only read issue one, and then I never went back to it. Fair enough. But one day. One day. All right. So. So that's what I'm into. Awesome. All right. Any any other last-minute recommendations here before you tell people where they can find you on the Internet and claim a Tumblr page before anyone else does? That's right. Yeah, nobody take cats with superheroes. By the way, or this, superheroes with cats, this either is, one. This is going to take a while to hit the internet, so you got plenty of time. Great. I'll get on that. <laughs> okay, so uh, where can people find you? Talk, your Twitter, you, you mentioned your other podcast, or you didn't mention your other podcast, but you do I, have a podcast. I did. So talk about I, that. I do. Um, I'm the co-host of the podcast, The Worst Bestsellers, with mm-hmm. my friend Kate, <laughs> and our tagline is, we read stuff so you don't have to. Thank you by the way. <laughs> you're, you're so welcome. So just the idea behind that is we read um, books that are popular, but uh, maybe not considered to be very good. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a little bit like mystery science theater, but for yeah. books is like our basic concept. Although sometimes we read them and we're like, this is not as bad as everybody said it was. No, I, um, uh, so I like, listen, at the time of this recording, I listened to your, your latest one. I don't know if I finished it, but I, I started listening to your latest one about Dianetics. Oh, great. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that... That book is probably the worst got, one we've you guys That had was some, not good. You guys had some shit to say about Dianetics. <laughs> Dianetics is banana. Dianetics, by the way, is the Scientology yes. book. You don't... Yeah, so um, you guys should expect to get some strongly worded letters from Scientologists. So brace yourself for that. You know, we were actually... We were afraid of that. We haven't I, heard anything. That's good. And I guess, you know, we, we're not that popular, so I think they probably just haven't heard about yeah. it yet. But you know, keep, once once we get that comic on your guard, money yeah, here. yeah. Once we get that that bidding war going, then you'll <laughs> then be on the lookout. But always so, keep your guard up because now that it's on the internet, there it, Scientology might find it, and that's not an organization that lets shit go. <laughs> Although I'm not as worried because mostly what they do is like when you were a Scientologist and yes. you try to quit, yeah, then they've they got like you. your whole file and they yeah. can blackmail you with yeah. it. Yeah, go ahead and blackmail us. We we don't care. We have yeah, podcasts I, in which we just say shit about our lives that we probably shouldn't say. So, right. What yeah, are you going to blackmail us on? All my dirty laundry is already on the internet, Scientology. Yeah. Good luck. And you're about to start a Tumblr about even more dirty laundry. That's right. <laughs> okay, so uh, Twitter. Um, Where can people find you on the Twitter? 
so they can I, I didn't actually tell you where you could find my podcast oh, which my you know if, if you know the name of it you can google it yes, you're probably no, good tell us, at that tell us but you can it. find it directly at worstbestsellers.com okay good where you should go go yeah, there first or or it's on the itunes it's on the stitcher the it's, stitcher so it's everywhere no, that's just cool. those two places really yeah i, I don't know um, where my you, podcast ends up i just send it to a couple places <laughs> and then like i notice some other like feed things podcasts like places have it every now and then and it's weird to me if i didn't put it there how it got there but yeah i think pod bay picks up things yeah. like from rss feeds yeah who knows how it all works the internet's a strange place yeah okay so worst bestseller.com bestsellers bestsellers right? there's an s yeah okay yeah we do so many of them yes. there's more than one it wasn't just a one-time podcast so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I do. That's my podcast. Cool. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Renata Snacks, <laughs> uh, which is R E N A T A, and then snacks, like a thing that you would eat. Mm-hmm. Very uh, cool. All right. So everyone, go check that out. And I will put up when this comes out her websites and the books that she talked about today will be up on our website, librariansassembled.com. So Renata, thank you very much. If you much. know about if you know about more superheroes with cats, please send them to yes. me. It's very relevant to my interests. Yes, I'll put the Twitter. I'll put her Twitter account. If <laughs> if you have a Tumblr before then, before this comes out, I will make sure that I put the Tumblr address in there. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so please send your cats, your 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 comic cats to Renata. All right. Well, thank you thank so you. much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, thanks okay. for speculating about what manga are like with me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, <laughs> we got nowhere with that, but that's cool. Anytime. Anytime you want to talk hypothetical, let's do it. <laughs> well, thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. And that's the end of Episode 9. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Player.fm, or Stitcher to get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're available. As always, the music in the show was created by Gumble and was made available under the Creative Commons license. Come back in two weeks. We'll be talking to Youth Services Librarian Aaron from Iowa City. That interview was tons of fun, and I hope you all enjoy it as much as I did. Well, until then, take care.